Hello and welcome to Confessions of a Mum, a podcast where I'll share all things health, female and of course, mum. So whether you're hiding in the bedroom away from the kids, switching off on your commute to work with a coffee or trying to get the baby to sleep on a buggy walk, I hope this helps and enjoy. Hello, my beautiful people. How are we doing this week? Welcome to episode two. Here we are. I'd be really keen to hear from you all. I want to know how you are, how you're doing. You know, if there's any positive energy you want to to share or if you've got negative energy you want to offload, I'm more than happy to listen. Anything at all, whether it's on my podcast, off my podcast, you know, I'd love to, to help in any way, shape or form that I can. Today's episode is going to be something, you know, that is quite a big topic of discussion, I think, for all females. Don't, you don't even have to be a mum for this one. <laughs> so I just want to add a disclaimer on this episode. If you are mentally not in a good place at the moment, um, we are going to be talking about body image. We are going to be addressing eating disorders. Um, and I just don't want to cause any harm if you're currently in a negative space at the moment. So my advice would be to not listen to this episode if you feel it's going to trigger you in any way. So today's topic is the baggage of a woman. Now, we have a lot of shit we carry around with us on a daily basis. But today, I'm digging a little bit deeper into the self-image issue that we seem to have. Um, I actually did a poll on my Instagram this week and I really want to thank everyone who um, had answered my questions that I put up. I really do appreciate it. It really helps. And it really shows the nature of how I have felt, how I'm currently feeling in ways um, is not something that I'm clearly doing on my own and by myself. We all seem to have very similar issues. So my poll consisted of two questions and then a follow-up question to one of them. So the first was, do you feel pretty? 40% said yes and 60% said no. Now, I am actually pleasantly surprised I had quite a few say yes because I'll be honest, I was expecting a lot of women to be a bit down on themselves and say no. Um, don't get me wrong, it's still clearly a higher percentage in the no category, but um, it's good to see there are those that, you know, are feeling good about themselves. Um, but the next question that I went in with was the one that definitely leads into the, the conversation we're having today, and that was, are you self-conscious? 88% said yes. 12% have been before, but not now and 0% no. I mean, that is crazy how I'm also one of these. I wouldn't have said no. I, I've i been in the category of have been before, but not now. But at the moment, I am probably swaying more to yes myself. And I'll go into a bit of detail as to why that is. But it didn't shock me. Um, there was quite a few people that responded to this particular question. And I did do a follow-up question Um as to what makes you feel self-conscious. So I had quite a few um, answers that were quite similar and some that stood out a little bit. I think one of the few common denominators was definitely to do with appearance. Um, 
facial features was definitely up there um, another one was mum tum that was quite a common one um, and then there was a couple of sort of unique ones that um, you know again makes you kind of think things and think oh wow it's not just black and white you know in terms of this this question and what the answer should be it's very different for every single woman um, depending on their situation and what they've gone through and you know and how you've been brought up and, and all these things and I think I kind of want to go over a few I guess key points to you know what what we're dealing with maybe why we're dealing with it and what we can do to help our future children so I'm going to share today some of my own life experiences that I've gone through which I can't speak on everyone's behalf but I'm sure a lot of you can relate and understand what I'm saying and I guess starting from the beginning growing up school was probably a good place to start um, I was you know a very loud child at home but when it come to me going to school I was a lot more reserved I had to be this different person because you know I was bullied for several different reasons which I'll dig into now but I hung around with a group of friends that were not my friends at all I hung around with them for safety because if I wasn't friends with them they would make my life hell but then there was also another clicky popular crowd of people that also you know would judge me if I wasn't a part of this other crowd and it was just a real complicated sort of situation but I was not confident in in my self-image at all i had acne the, the worst acne you can imagine like i had it everywhere and it was a time where drug options were very far between um you know i tried all the lotions and potions and they were all for it wasn't till the end of my acne journey where there was a drug that i could get from a proper dermatologist that ended up solving my problems but yeah, skin, it was awful, physically awful, but also painful. I would cake myself in makeup to the point where, I, I mean, it just looked awful. It, it was just, looking back, I, there's a lot of pictures actually I don't even have anymore. I burned, tore up. I don't really have any pictures of myself in secondary school at all. I had braces because I had awful teeth and I don't regret braces. My teeth really needed the braces. Um, but I was called train tracks, I was called pizza face, all these names. I rocked a really greasy fringe because I was trying to hide my acne with, with a fringe and I was very, very skinny and, and frail. Um, and a lot of that, which I didn't realize at the time and now being older and I look back, a lot of that was to do with with being self-conscious. Um, you know, when I was eating around people, I was scared to, you know eat because I'd be laughed at with my braces in and you know, so my eating wasn't I wasn't eating to to be skinny or felt fat I was having an eating problem just purely for how I was being laughed at and watched so that definitely led to me you know being a little bit on the underweight side which once I hit 16 I mean that completely went out the window and you know I haven't had that issue since but in a nutshell school for me was just really really hard and I have you know this memory of every single night going to bed this is awful I wasn't a religious person particularly but every single night I would you know have my eyes open and look at the blank ceiling above me in the dark and just lay there and pray to God that 
I would be okay the next day and that I wouldn't be bullied walking down the corridor and the girls I hung around with wouldn't throw chewing gum in my hair like they had on previous occasions and that you know my dance performance I potentially had the next day would go well and no one would watch me and no one would laugh at me and I have those memories because every single night I felt sick going to sleep and thinking about school I hated it and it was so sad because the person I am now is quite different to that person and if I had one chance to just relive a school day as who I am now my god people would they would run a mile from me I tell you that much for free because it definitely is character building I know people say it but it really is character building and I try and every day look at the positives of how awful that experience was for me I do genuinely think it got me to it's part of the reason why I am who I am now and I've stuck it wrong I'm going to dig in deeper to my later experiences and experiences now but at the same time I think I deal with everything a lot different because of what I had to deal with as a as a child as I've grown up like all of us I've had several different friendships to friendship groups um some small amounts have stuck <laughs> most you know I'm not particularly friends with anymore for different for, for different reasons so, you know we all go through this you know I'm not that person who as clearly you can tell from my point I just made has any school friends some still to this day do which is amazing you know but there's no right or wrong to this and I don't want anyone feeling in any way shape or form that they're a bad person because they don't have the same friends from the age of 16 and they're 36 and it doesn't work like that not even in a negative way but we grow apart as individuals we go in different directions and there's there's nothing wrong with that but touching on the friendship point I just want to make you know note of I definitely had a particular friendship that being said I'm not naming any names on this show by the way but um that I had cut ties with and it got quite negative and if you have any friendship similar to the one I'm going to just discuss reevaluate because it's not worth in any way shape or form you feeling bad about yourself for another friend and that's not even them in a negative way you know making you feel bad it's just the things I'll address now are quite key for you to know um it doesn't mean that they're turning around telling you you're fat and you need to lose weight and you're ugly it's just how they make you feel being around them and this particular person who you know absolute 10 out of 10 like stunning um unfortunately it got to the point you know hanging around this person that I always felt I was fat I thought I wasn't pretty enough you know I you know would take pictures with them and just feel really bad about myself and and unfortunately the the vanity of this person which was a real shame because they were absolutely beautiful it just got to the point where it would affect our time together and you know everything was very self-image and it and I just constantly felt like I needed to be someone I wasn't around them and that was when I kind of knew in, in a nutshell that that friendship wasn't right for me um and probably wasn't right for them either another friendship I had which turned quite toxic um 
really did make me question everything about myself you know to the point they were uploading pictures without me in at all I was never included in pictures they never wanted to take a picture with me in and I genuinely just just felt there was something wrong with me and I then started to really look at how I was dressing and you know my body I've always had body I've always had body issues and I just felt um, am I too fat and then I thought oh my god I'm too short which I am sure I'm barely five foot but that was never really something I worried so much about until this particular friendship I just I started to really evaluate the most littlest things and then I just sort of thought you know why why am I why am I doing this to myself this isn't healthy this isn't good for me and now you know I'm really proud to admit the friendship groups or friendships I have now are very small I don't have lots and lots of friends I'm very happy not having lots and lots of friends and the ones I have, you know, are on that level where we can be real. We can you know, sit and talk about our, you know, belly fat and sit and talk about our bad makeup days. And I can sit around them with no makeup on and feel okay in myself. And I think that's really important when it comes to friends. I think you need to make sure you are in a really, really good circle of friends. You want a really strong unit. And, and that does not matter if it's one person. It doesn't matter if it's five people. It, any amount, it doesn't matter if they make you feel good you can have a laugh with them you can be real and raw with them that will help so so much with your mental health your physical well-being and you know leading on to being self-conscious you don't want to feel subconscious around your friends that is rule number one you do not need that now i'm fortunate i grew up you know my teenage years without social media oh my god i'm so grateful i didn't have social media Social media now is just, I don't know about you, but it's just, there's so many positives to it. Like This is where I, I really struggle with this conversation because it, myself, I found social media to help me in, in lots of different ways, you know, due, you know, from my, you know, mental health to my physical condition that I've, I'm currently going through now, you know, when I was pregnant and when I become a mum, you know, having, you know, apps like peanut app where you meet mums or you know virtually and all of these things like social media can be such a great place to network and you know meet some amazing people and listen to real people but it also unfortunately and it's not getting any better in this sense is getting worse when it comes to you know you following people that have this image and this lifestyle which is unsustainable you're never going to have like if you follow a kardashian you're not going to have a kardashian's life okay you don't have that money you don't have personal chefs you don't have cleaners in your house and you know having a mansion to live in and having all the money in the world to have whatever surgery you need or you know all these things you're you're not gonna that's not sustainable you're not going to be that person equally that being said take everything with a pinch of salt people don't share the really raw ugly truths on social media everyone shares the pretty you know um and I try and be honest on social media, but even me, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit and film when I'm having a flare up on the toilet and I'm in absolute agony and I look absolutely horrific and I'm crying my eyes out. I'm not going to pick my phone up and film myself. Why am I going to do that? I'm not, I'm not going to. So you have to take everything with a pinch of salt and think even the bad that you see is not the real bad. My biggest issue at the moment with social media and seeing the younger generation going through this and having a girl by the way makes this a lot 
a lot worse when I when I think about what it could do to her in the future are filters now I absolutely love a good old funny filter I use them a lot and people who follow me will know what I'm about to say is truth I don't use the pretty filter I don't like them I've been out with friends before and they've put one of those filters on me and I look at myself and that's not me don't get me wrong I look absolutely stunning with that filter on my face you know I've got a snatched nose snatched cheekbones it's given me like a fuller lashes it's you know all of these things it's airbrushed my skin but it's not realistic now i am guilty of photoshopping pictures okay i'm not gonna sit here and pretend i haven't of course i have have i cropped you know the odd picture of my waist yeah i have don't do it anymore i i don't but years ago i did go through a period of that and you know when i had bad skin i'd airbrush my face a little bit and even now i still edit pictures in certain ways but not not to that extent whatsoever you know i might brighten it or put like a filter that kind of just makes everything look a little bit glossier but does not change or distort my features or anything like that um and i think becoming a mum has made that even more of a thing of why i do not want to do that and I, i'll take pictures of myself now and see belly fat creases in my clothes and think do you know what it is what it is and this is something i'm still kind of managing with and i'll you know talk about that in a sec but social media and filters are just horrific like and seeing all the younger generation feeling like they have to put up pictures and videos with filters on all the time is just awful like it's so sad to think that we're in a world now where you can't just be you like why is being you not acceptable why is that not good enough it's just and it, it leads on to all of the you know society issues that we have you know like you know i don't want to lead into men making us feel a certain way but it's sometimes you know it could be to do with a man and you feel that you have to be skinny you have to be pretty you have to be perfect for these people you know to like you and you know it's just unsustainable and it's just not fair that like we should be able to live our lives equally like they do and not have to feel this pressure of looking and acting a certain way like why why are we doing this to ourselves like it just upsets me and blows my mind that i just can't understand why it's got to the point it's just getting out of hand and i don't want my child when she grows up to to think she's not good enough and that's and i think a lot of where i'm going with this is you know what can we do to make changes what can we do to help the future generation like we've got to do something because this is getting out of control i you know got to the point where i started to feel okay with myself and thought you know what i'm never going to be super skinny you know i'm never going to have perfect perfect skin i've got lots of scars on my face from my acne you know i i've never liked my nose um but i started to think right what do i like about myself i'm not ugly i do think i'm pretty and i and i don't care i will shout that from the rooftops i'm don't care if anyone thinks that's me you know loving myself you say whatever you want but i don't think i'm ugly at all do i have ugly days yes of course i do but overall like i when i put on a nice outfit do my makeup in a certain way do my hair and go out i feel good i feel confident and i got to a really good place with that and accepting myself but then becoming a mum things kind of changed a bit and you know body wise i i had a c-section so like on top of the fact i've got a bit of belly fat i've also got a c-section overhang and obviously i've got a scar and you know 
I have days where I'm like embracing my body and thinking, yeah, I've got this. And then I've got other days that I just look in the mirror and think, oh, no, I don't like this. And, you know, I've yo-yo dieted for years. And this is something we all, you know, do because we feel we have to look and be a certain way. I have gone through some crazy diets. I've done Atkins diets to fasting diets to calorie counting diets to like you name a diet i've probably tried it um and you know i just it was I, there was one diet i remember doing this was this i unfortunately was when i was quite young which is awful to say this but it was one of those really unrealistic 800 calorie less than 800 calorie day diet things where you'd had like had to eat like soup and a bowl of cereal or something crazy like that and it got to the point I was weak I was fragile I felt ill and like right now I'm just like sod it like everything in moderation I try and eat healthy I try and you know do well by me and I've got a stomach condition now so that's something I'm also trying to battle through but I think you know we are in a world where food unfortunately is controlling everything that we do and you know it's yes we should try and be healthy we really should I, I think me sitting here trying to say eat fast food eat whatever you want all the time you know is is not particularly great advice but also at the same time if you want that mcdonald's you want to have a chocolate bar you want some ice cream you're going on holiday and you want to have loads of alcohol for it do it do whatever like life's too short to sit here and start really over evaluating every little thing we're putting into our bodies but it's more of a getting a healthy relationship with food and diet and our bodies and taking that baggage off of our shoulders of appearance. You know, appearance is one of our biggest, you know, things that we're carrying around daily that we ha- evaluate constantly and are always thinking about. It's always at the forefront of our mind. And even my question, you know, are you self-conscious? It was. It was all about what people... What, look like what we look like that's that's the self-conscious part there wasn't anyone that said oh i'm self-conscious of you know um the way i write <laughs> you know no one said something like that it was all to do with with image which to be honest it it, it makes sense um but i just want to i guess from this podcast i want to try and get this message across that you're not alone we are all feeling this there's no cure for this it is going to be something we all battle with in our own ways but I really want to just try and come up with ways that we can help our future children as I've said obviously several times you know in this podcast so having a daughter myself I look at her and I think wow you are beautiful you are perfect in every single way and I want her to grow up in a world where we don't have filters we don't have you know all of this you've got to look certain way you have to be skinny you can't be too fat you you know and actually on that but on the back of this i want to read if you've not watched the barbie film please watch it but i'm going to read the quote in the barbie film if you've watched it you'll know where i'm going and it's the most beautifully written piece of uh, a film i think i've really ever listened to and it actually brought a tear to my eye because it resonated so much with me and it will do with all of you so it goes 
It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but not talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behaviour, which is insane, but if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much, or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. Never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll just representing women, then I don't even know. I just thought that was a really powerful speech in this film and everything about that is so true. It's so hard to be a woman. We have so much to carry, so much to feel that we have to deliver on. And I just want you women to know who are listening to this, you're not alone. Get yourself some good friends. Share those bad days. Please take those filters off. Look at your children, whether they're boy or girl, and think, do you want them growing up and being this person? No, of course you don't. Of course you don't want that for them. The only way for that to not happen is for changes to be made. And a lot of that is going to come from home. A lot of what they see at home, you know, if they see you in front of the mirror saying, oh, I look fat in this dress, they will question that. If they see you avoiding eating a cake while you're out, they're seeing that, you know, relationships that you have with your partners and your friends, they are watching and they're absorbing every single thing around them on a daily basis. It's a big thing to to have when it becomes being a mum, you know, and a parent, you've got so much to, to look out for and it's worth it it's a hundred percent worth it when you see them thriving and as they grow up not feel they have to hide how they're feeling and if they are struggling with something you want them to come to you and you want them to tell you that's what you want that's your goal right there and that will be the start of a change just doing that is helping the future generation so that leads me nicely to our quote of the episode each week I will finish with a quote that relates to the topic that we've spoke to and today's quote is self-confidence is a superpower once you start to believe in yourself magic starts happening and that's something I want you to all go away from this episode have a real think about and just start making those changes I hope you've enjoyed this episode I hope I haven't gone on for too long. I really could have kept going with this one. I would love your feedback. Please send me you know, any questions or anything you want to talk about from this episode that I've discussed. Anything at all. And I hope that wherever you are, whatever time of day, you've had a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening. And until next time, keep on being you.